I forgot what we were called for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Fits You Talk podcast. You are listening to a guest episode during which we are joined by wonderful guests from the industry mm. and we talk about the realities of being in it. Absolutely. So, simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of that. Uh, and if you like what we do, please leave us a review. Go on, do it. On, spoil yourself. <laughs> also, if you like our meaningful, helpful, accurate, and sometimes weird information, yeah. uh, then you might enjoy being coached by us to hit those goals that we know you're after. If so, then Fit to Perform is for you. Yeah, absolutely. You can find out more information about that on our Instagram at fit to underscore talk or on our website, fit-2.co.uk. Moving on, we have an incredible guest for you today. Oh, yes, we do. I don't know why I did some yeah. hands. Today. 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 Uh, yeah, he's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, he is a super talented performer, but also a fantastic fitness coach. I have been to his classes before, mm -hmm. and they are, he's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, very, very good, like, great motivation. Yeah, big fan of his work on both elements, on both fronts. Tell us his name. Uh, I will tell you his name. It is Richard Carson. Richard Carson. Obviously, mm. if you're listening to this, you've seen that in the title, but still, yes. it's quite nice to hear, <laughs> it's isn't it? It's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, Swerve. It's not oh. Richard. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, imagine. <laughs> Just mislabeled. Wow. Uh, like people keeping CDs in the wrong cases. Uh, yeah, that I, I'm guilty of that. This is the mo that would be the modern version of this if we just mislabeled and mismarketed each of the podcast episodes. I think that would be quite funny. Uh, it, it would be funny. <laughs> It'd be funny to us for us for uh, one episode, and then we go, "Why are we doing this? This is stupid. This is madness. <laughs> what is this madness?" Um, so tell me about Richard. I'll tell you a little bit about Richard. So he uh, trained at Mount Mount View. Okay, took me a second to say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he recently finished in Les Mis in the West End. He was covering Javert. Casual. Very casual. Casual. So, okay. So boy can sing. So he can he can real sing. He can, he can real sing. Real sing. Stars. Yeah. Oof. What a song. Yes. What a banger. Um, yeah, he's also previously, and I know you're going to love this. Well, you do love this. He's previously played Reuben in the revival of Joseph at the Palladium. Not only did he play it, but he originated this version of it, right? Yeah. So he, the... he created the carnage for you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so really, it's his fault. Everything that you've ever heard me complain about or or say, oh, that was a really difficult, was because he decided to do it. Yeah, those were his choices. And also, also <laughs> they had like quite a long time to rehearse those things yeah. in, and we just then had to learn it. In a... um, we also had COVID. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> both, both like, uh, you know, in that time frame, and we had it. Yes, yes. Good times. Yeah, good times. Um, so, so I'll tell you some of his other credits as Hit well. Uh, so he's done Guys and Dolls. Casual. Sky Masterson and that. Uh, Miss Saigon. So he's not just done Guys and Dolls, he was the lead. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, Miss Saigon. Uh, Wicked. Yeah. Mamma Mia. Okay. Many, many, many others. Yeah. So some. Just a few. He's done some. Just a, f a, a couple. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you don't know those shows, then why, how do you know about us? Yeah. What? How, what got you, you to this listening? podcast? And if so, genuinely, please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> how did you arrive here? You've got here without hearing of Mamma Mia, then... That's an incredibly impressive yeah. feat. I don't know why I'm sat. I'm so relaxed. You're right very now. relaxed. I'm like being supported I, by the wall. What I would say is you're very relaxed, like waist high, waist up, uh, leg, waist down. Your legs are very, look very uncomfortable from here. They're quite comfortable. Oh, okay. It, may, I oh, oh. <laughs> may I share? May I share? My share. legs are very. But you are you are judging me based on my appearance, and I don't respect that. <laughs> 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 uh, on that note, please enjoy Richard Carson. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, that. thanks for having me. This is great. And welcome to the madness. Yeah, welcome to the the coffee sacks. Um, a, a prior warning. Yes, we've been experiencing what I would describe as extreme heat in this <laughs> studio uh, as we've been recording recently. My burning loins. So right now it's okay, but Bobby's burning loins have, have really been affecting Just things. lighting up the studio with heat. So uh, if you feel uncomfortable, you're free to leave at any time. Hey, no, no, not at all. I'm sure fine. <laughs> if you just see me slowly sort of peel this off, you'll be like, okay, right, he's undressing now. It's good that you told me that in advance. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, don't get the wrong I would ideas. have enjoyed it. Giving yeah. you the eyes and then just taking off that <laughs> the fantastic time. Top, I yes. will say. Oh, thank you. If we may you. objectify you slightly, you're a very handsome man, and you're wearing some fantastic clothes. So thank you very much. I've actually, I can't take credit for this. So we've been watching um, Queer Eye. Oh, yeah. recently. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. And this is uh, Maria going. I'm good. It's Tan, isn't it? It's Tan. Yeah, who yes. does yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. She That's was a French like, tuck. yeah. She just literally. Yeah. She, oh, she, she, about she just said you know, she went to. Uh, is this? I think it's Zara, and she just went there, and she was like. I'm gonna like style you out a little bit. So yeah. I can't really. Like, I would never buy something like this myself. So it's just getting like pushed off the cliff a little bit and see what happens. But nice. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Thank you, though. I want to come oh, back cool. to Queer Eye in a second. But um, <laughs> before we carry on with this, uh, uh, there's a section of the podcast we call Liar Liar, which is the whole podcast. Yeah, uh, essentially. I wonder okay. if you could, at some point during our recording, try and tell us a clear lie. Okay. Uh, and without us sort of knowing. And then at the end, we like our listeners to guess and we'll try and guess as well. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's, I'll, I'll, let's see what happens with that. All right. Okay, fine. We're not allowed to guess the same thing, and it's currently 6-3 to Bobby. So if you could uh, really make it clear yes. just to me what the lie is, <laughs> <laughs> I could use the help. So really literally, I can just it. say anything, and then at the end, I'll yeah. tell you what that, what, yeah, that so, what I said to you. Yes, so okay. you don't have to worry that people will listen to the podcast and forever believe that you were once a gymnastic champion in, in Somerset. Okay. Like, for example. Lovely. All right, then, yeah, I can, um, I can do rogue, that. Rogue. Rogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey look. Oh, hey, no. hey. But let's jump back to Queer Eye for a moment. What a show. What a great show. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I've just been open my eyes to it just recently. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. You're, oh, there's so much brand of it new. to watch now as well. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, I just did a, a cruise gig recently, and it was Matt Jeans. Uh, mm. I don't know if Matt Jeans. He yeah. literally said to me, he was just imitating uh, Jonathan the whole time <laughs> oh, at times. God. And I was like, what is this? What are you do? Like, what is yeah. this? And he was like, honestly, it's changed my life. Uh, watching this so yeah i came back to maria and i saw that she was watching on netflix where you can say carry on watching or mm. anything like that and uh i was just like go on all right uh, put on an episode let's see go on. you know just let's see what happens and i love it i absolutely love it it's so good yeah i, I was yeah. i was sort of pitched it by a friend a few years ago and i was like okay well it sounds fine like mm -hmm. in the same way that i'm like mm. a whole bunch of shows sound okay yeah um, but not probably something i'd choose choose to put on yeah I'm like where's my high quality drama whatever it might be <laughs> yeah and then i whack this on i'm like weeping half the time at yeah. how beautiful yeah it is yeah and how how they help people and you're yeah. like deeply yeah. affected by what was a funny bunch of men like, yeah going into <laughs> it's the thing you kind of you're surprised by how kind of emotional it gets and then how beautiful it can be yeah you kind of think it's good you're going into it thinking this is gonna be one thing this is just mm -hmm. gonna be a lot of fun but then actually like yeah. Yeah, you think it's just going to be like those hilarious makeover shows from back in the day with like Carol Smiley. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. Where are you up to? Um, so we watched uh, the last couple of episodes of season six, seven, whatever okay. the most recent one is. Right. And now we've gone back to season one. So I can see like how difference in the budget has changed. Yes. Yeah. Well. Season like, one was sketchy. Like, they, put some, they put together <laughs> someone's bedroom. I'm like, what about the rest of the house? Yeah. And then you're like, I've been watching season six and you see how every do everything. Um, but yeah, it's great. Honestly, I, I love it. I think it's so good, especially the episodes now at the minute where they're in the, like, the deep south and it's mm. sort of you know, five very uh, loud gay men. 
yeah. uh, how they are perceived by by Southern Americans kind of thing. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Who is the preposterously handsome one? I can't remember oh, their names. A- Anthony? Is it yeah, Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. The, one who does, Anthony. the cuisine. Oh, the one who doesn't really yes. do much. Yeah, yeah. it's just beautiful. <laughs> He's like ridiculously attractive man. You're literally yeah. like, I could never be in a room with you. I'd, I'd... <laughs> <laughs> you stay far away yeah. from me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to make me feel better about myself, not worse. <laughs> Your presence is ruining it. Um, so moving on from that, you just said you did a cruise. What was what was that? Uh, that was um, with a group called The the Other Guys. Uh, they're with uh, Joe Parsons and Danny Whitehead's group where they do like Jersey Boys stuff yeah. and it's evolved massively into these... Uh, into they do all the shows like a West End show, they do a uh, like a boy band show, they do a like a party kind of show uh, as well, like called Legends Live, which would be like Whitney Houston or Beatles or Elton John and things like that. And yeah, they take the shows onto cruises. And I just came off of the uh, Oceania, which is one of these six star cruises, which is nice. far too bougie for my liking. <laughs> um, it's so but, bougie they had to invent a new star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so many stars. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I do wonder who goes on to those ships to be like, ah, this is definitely better than a five star. Do you know what I mean? I don't know, I don't know where that happens. but Is that a job you want as well? I mean, maybe. Just to sort of just judge everyone else on their standards. Yeah, if, you, if you're the person who can decide how many stars, yeah, I want that job. It's free, right? Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Why would, that would be... Why would you not want that job? You're like, oh, let me, oh, let me go on this terrible cruise ship and decide. Oh, you deserve an extra star. Well, you might have to go on. Impress some me. Ones, Impress though. me. Do you know what I mean like somebody's got to go and rate every premiere in as well? Oh, that yeah, that's a miserable job. I mean, yeah, that, I can like, imagine it's a very different standard yeah. of that between the cruise liners. But yeah, you're yeah, in so absolutely. many service stations across the UK having a great time. <laughs> so are you like you you like visiting when you do those? Yeah, it was like it was like a ten day gig that you do that, and you only do. We only did three shows in those 10 days. So, yeah, you have a lot of time to <laughs> That's kind lovely. of relax and not do an awful lot. And we came we came away from it just uh, just before that crazy heat wave that's hitting the, the oh, yeah, Europe, co- Europe mainland now. Yeah, So we it was still hot, but not like 45 degrees in Greece that it is now kind of thing. But, yeah, it's great. You get on there, you rehearse and perform these shows before you even go out there. So you have to be ready to go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then you get on there and just entertain the... The elders. It was on the Oceania <laughs> cruise. That's what it was. But uh, yeah, it was. It was good fun. It was. It was a lot. A lot of laughs to be had. And it's all good lads. Like I say, Matt Jeans was there. I was, and then there was two other lads that I hadn't worked with before. But they, everyone just kind of slots in so effort, effortlessly. Yeah. Bit, so it's, it's good. Do you know what? I because I've never done a cruise, but I, I was on holiday in Rhodes, and then my friend uh, with, with my partner, and then my friend texted me, and she was like, "I'm on a." Uh, my my cruise ship is because she was doing the same as you, like guesting for a yeah, period of time. Yeah. Uh, we're we're in Rhodes today. Are you around? And you're there, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess I am around. And then so we rocked up to this port, and there's the massive ship. And then you just see your friend entirely unexpectedly, and then in, in a completely different place. That thing, the wonders of cruising. The wonders that of cruising. same thing actually, funnily enough, happened to me. But I was I was the person texting. You were the person. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I, I had two friends that I actually match made i was their sort of cupid i guess oh, nice. and, they, and they got married and moved to malta so i just went hey i'm in malta randomly and they're like <laughs> um they were just like oh great okay let's sort of meet up and right. actually very nearly missed the uh the ship that's the most that my heart has kind of left my body uh i didn't i thought that i thought it was leaving at five so i, I got back on the ship at uh well, I, got, I thought last people last people should be on at five rather. So there's a leave at six, and it turns out it was leaving at five. I got there uh-huh. just after half four, and I was I turned up to the to the port, and there was a shuttle bus that takes you to and from the cruise ship. It was the last one, and he was like, and I was like, 
all right, a bit keen. Yeah, all right, fine. <laughs> kind of went on and then I got, I was the last person on the ship and then like 15 minutes later it, it left the port and I was like, they would have just got, they would have gone and we had a show that night as well of all, all the nights that we have. Yeah. Yeah, all the nights we're not doing anything, that was the one where I would have been deported. And that's the thing, like, they do just go, just go don't they? Yeah. They're, just, they're just like, nah, yep. see ya. There's so many people, I suppose. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you couldn't just know. wait. You can be like, come on, yep. come on. Jenny's 15 minutes oh. late again. Yeah. Just waiting for a coffee. All right. And I had my phone and my room key. That's all I had. <laughs> so if I hadn't made it, uh, no passport, passport, no man. card, no nothing. I I'm going nowhere. I don't have Apple Pay on my phone, anything like that. So I've just been like, <laughs> great. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm still stuck in Malta. <laughs> yeah. How See do I leave? ship just slowly sailing away. Yeah. You'd need somebody to fly to you with your passport. Yeah, I don't know how oh, I would have yeah, done that. I, I would have probably go. just been deported to the, yeah. back to yeah, the UK. Yeah, yeah. I just wouldn't have done that, I think. I Never been... to return to Malta. <laughs> Literally. <yeah. laughs> Stamped. You are banned. <laughs> oh, there are worse places to be banned. Not better I'd, quite, places to be banned. I'd quite like to be banned from a country. Would I? I wonder what that would be like. Like you're banned. You're completely banned from ever entering a country. Well, most of us are banned from Russia, aren't we, right now? Probably. Yeah, we are, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. surely we are. Not that I'm rushing to go there. But rushing, rushing, rushing to go there. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, the sound of that board isn't working. Lovely work. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been sound effect free for some time now. It's because it's now behind me, so yeah. I can't easily. I'd have to guess what sound effects just coming. Just have them on the desk and just <laughs> right spot littered throughout just the conversation. There'd be like a, a random horn or violin sound that would come in. Until one day it just carried on playing the entire way through. But we didn't podcast. hear it. We couldn't hear it. As on the podcast, it was just like, right, okay, that yeah. was our uh, background noise. It was just going, okay. tring, 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 for the entire podcast. Yeah. It's like, good. So we ruined good. that episode. Yeah, ruined that episode. <laughs> that was, I'll tell you that one. That was me. <laughs> We've all got them. We've all got these things. Um, so let's go back to the very beginning. Where did you grow up? Where did I grow up? Oh, I grew up, um, I was born in Leicester. Um, wherever, whenever anyone asks where it is, I just go, just look at England and just point dead center if you can. And that's kind of where I'm from. Uh, and then I, I grew up in a place called Shepshed, which is, uh, even more central. Uh, but yeah, I, I was, I was there for 17, 18, 18 years or so until yeah. I then left, came down to Mount View and then I've been in London ever since. So it's... yeah, it feels like I've been here for actually a long time, but I mean, it, it's been 14 years? Yeah, 14 years I've been living in London now. So nearly as long as I've been back up in, in there. And it feels like a different world. Do you ever mm. have that when you go? I mean, it was such a rural area where I grew up that was, you know, fields everywhere. You just like meet up with mates and be like, oh, should we go walk around the farmer's fields? Like, and that kind of, you just chat around that. That's just what you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then you come to London and it's like, where's the space? And yeah. then um, and then I go, whenever I go back to visit my parents and whatnot, I just feel lost i don't like there's nothing there uh, so you're like great all right what, what do i do, I do? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing today no nothing um great <laughs> oh, fantastic cool. i'm gonna have a great time it's so bizarre isn't it i'm so glad you said that because I, I think by that estimation we're probably a, a very similar age that you're like when you go home now you go this is the same as it was but also not the yeah. same and yeah. i kind of don't recognize some elements of it and then you're like well where do i live like where do you experience that Is yeah 100 percent, 100 and i and i i i don't know whether this is me who's become like jaded from being in london or whether it's that i actually am more sort of i have a better oversight of life i don't know what way around that is but whenever i go back there i just feel like it's 
he's sheltered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just like a bubble that you, you're like, I, what? Like, I don't understand what's been going on here. Um, but equally, as I say, you, you see people and no one has changed. You're, you're like, oh, it's, it, it, which in a, a way is actually really nice because you can go back home and it just feel like the same, the way you remembered it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a really bizarre feeling. Obviously, I love going back to see my my parents. My sister still lives there. My other sister lives outside now in Grantham, and uh, so we have to travel for like an hour or so to go and visit them. But um, yeah, so I love going back. But it is a I could only do. It's nothing against my family and nothing against my parents. I mm. love them, you know, I love seeing them. But you go back for more than like four days, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Because <laughs> I feel like life in, in London is just permanently stressful. Yes. Maybe that's just my life. But no, no, I think that's just London. I think it is. Yeah. That and resonates, then, yeah. And then you go, yeah. you're dealing with these massive issues usually, like, and the societal issues are like thrust upon you, like the industry issues that are all there. And then you go home and... People are like really stressing out about stuff that you're like, are you, are you come on. Like, is that, is that the thing you're concerned about or whatever it might be? And, and that's perhaps unkind and unfair because, you know, we, we value the things that exist in our, in our sphere, but it, mm -hmm. I, I, that's what stresses me out when I go home. I'm like, you, you really, really care about this thing that is entirely irrelevant. If you ever want a taste of that whilst you're living in London, just yeah. go onto the Next Door app. Just go onto the Next Door app and just experience people getting angry over the tiniest, like most bizarre things. I don't know this Next Door app. Oh my god. It's like it's like a kind of community app. So you can basically oh. yeah, like you can go on there, like there's there's for example, like where I live is there's like a Merton one and you can go on there and you can be like, Oh, I'm looking for a painter. I'm looking for an electrician. Can anyone recommend anyone? It's meant for that. It's meant for being like a nice way to connect with the people in your area. Mm -hmm. What it turns into is just people bitching and moaning about like everything under the sun and then people going at each other. It's like, it's like the worst elements of Twitter in a community app. But it's very entertaining to watch. <laughs> That's a bit like Facebook groups though, right? Like you have those yes. areas as well. You go on them and it's literally like, just seen this suspicious man walking around um, at the playground on his phone. And then people are like, oh my God, have you reported it to the police? And you're like, and then someone's like, what was he doing on his phone? Making a phone call. You're like, suspiciously. So a man <laughs> walked across the playground where, like, with his, like, in a park, Ooh. in a public park. Yes. Do you really need to report that to the police? Is that, is that, is that, is that what is he doing? Is that even weird? What was suspicious about him? He was a man <laughs> in a park. In a park. And, and, but the, the outrage comes and they're like, what, what about this? Do you not understand? And then somebody come in with a sarcastic comment and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah, and then they start going, well, I know that you're blah, 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 or yeah, small. Then the admins come in and they're like, everyone calm down. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Do you still use Facebook? I don't no, at all. Not really. No, because no. I feel like that's how everyone back home does communicate. Still, I feel yeah. like I'll just be like, I'll kind of go back and they'll be like, oh, I've not spoken to you in a while, that kind of thing. Or I'll be like, um, oh, I wrote you this thing on Facebook. And you're like, great. <laughs> <laughs> I go on there, what, like 2014? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, I missed it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I do not go on it. I get like people's birthday messages yeah. also every now and again that I make look at every few years, but that's, that's it. I, I don't... Yeah, I, I, just, I just use it for marketplace. <laughs> Facebook marketplace oh, yes. is excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the only yeah. thing I use it for now. I don't really use it at all, I don't think. It's connected to other social media accounts. So yeah. like it, stuff gets posted on there by me, but because I've posted it on something else. Yeah. 
Facebook, but, that's Meta, right? So that's yeah. in, that's Instagram and, yeah. threads. and threads now. And Threads. That's is that the new Twitter? Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm it's so out of it. Fake Twitter. Like. It's the right. vibe okay. that appears to be slightly better than Twitter. Now. It is because it's not like <laughs> Twitter is literally a place of horror and yeah. hell where you can say anything and just people are like, "You're a dick," whatever it <laughs> yeah. is. It looks like I love puppies, and somebody's like, "Yeah, bestiality." I bet you are. All right, cool. Twitter is just poison. Yeah. Whereas Threads, I think they've got the, from what I understand about it, they've got the moderation a little bit more kind of like appropriate on, because it's meta and meta have been doing moderation for years. Like okay. I feel like they've got the moderation right on Threads. So there's a little bit less yeah. aggression and like just okay. trolls left, right, but and center. At time of recording, no yeah. Threads carnage has happened. It's literally just. It's only started, just so like. We'll see. <laughs> Wait, so how long before this this comes out? This is released? Yeah, six, seven weeks. So, so yeah, by it, that time, maybe Threads has gone under. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like carnage. And then we've <laughs> had the Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk fight. fight. I'm so excited <laughs> for the fight. Have you seen how jacked uh, Zuck is? No. Well, he's I've been training. Not. He just won a Mai Tai. Yeah. Tournament. He is absolutely awesome. ripped at the moment. I was like, fair play, Zuck. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> he would win. He, oh, he would easily beat Musk. But Musk is much no bigger than him. What do you reckon? I think that, well, Zuckerberg has fighting experience, yeah. right? Yeah. A little bit. But Elon Musk is coming in blind, like <laughs> completely, completely blind. Yeah, right? yeah. So I feel like he's just going to get dominated completely because Zuckerberg does jiu-jitsu, jiu doesn't he? Jiu so yes. he'll just like climb on him and yeah. submit him pretty it's quick, like, I would it's imagine. It's like he does it. A little bit. Like, he literally just won a tournament. And it wasn't like a tournament where they were like, let's let Mark Zuckerberg win. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a legit tournament where he went and won. You're like, <laughs> so he's good. So yeah. I just want the fight to happen so much. In the Colosseum in Rome. It'd be so fantastic. It would be the end of our society. Imagine that the biggest grossing fight in history is between two tech millionaires. <laughs> like, it's billionaires. <laughs> it's like the end of society as we know it. We're like, we have really reached the lowest point of, <laughs> of what we call entertainment and uh, civilization. Two tech billionaires beating the shit out of each other. It should be a series, though. Like get Jeff Bezos in, like that would be fantastic. All the different, <laughs> like an elimination yeah, so series. Yeah. Like, and then, you, you, do you reach like a boss level where you we fight Putin on a bear? <laughs> 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 like going hard, like level ten. Right, we're at Putin on a Putin. bear. <laughs> okay, here we go. He's um, like the Pokemon gym boss. Yeah, like, yeah. he's that. Got your yellow badge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, Pokemon. Good times. So I don't know anything about this fight. You said in the Colosseum in Rome. I mean, that's yeah. that, you're making that up, right? No. That's not a thing. Is no, it? They, they put themselves forward as a venue. The Colosseum, like their social media will like have it here at the Colosseum. Like get amongst it. And so people are like, let's do this. This is insane. Clearly I've not been reading up on it enough because I just think that's outrageous. It I, is. I reckon it will happen, you know. Oh, it's too Maybe nuts. not at the Coliseum. I reckon it will definitely happen. <laughs> surely, they could, I mean, how many people can you get in the Coliseum? I imagine this would have the biggest crowd of any fight ever. Yeah. I think they could sell out anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere yeah. they wanted to. Yeah. Oh, I'd buy a ticket. It'd be fantastic. I'd, I'd do yeah. pay-per-view for that. I would, I would. Yeah, I would genuinely go for pay-per-view. Do you know what I mean? If it was on in, in America somewhere, I would watch it. Like If they went, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do it all for charity. Pay-per-view. Let's go. Yeah. I'm 100% involved. So what what kind of fight are they doing? Are they doing like a, uh, not a not, boxing fight, like 12 rounds? They have a, a, they have, yeah, there's no, there's no terms. Okay. <laughs> okay. At the moment. What, no, they haven't decided weapons yet. The last thing I read is that I Elon, Elon, <laughs> Mace, uh, Elon Musk <laughs> said like that Zuck is a cuck. Oh yeah, Zuck, Zuck is a cuck. What a tweet that was. Tweeted. 
Um, which I'm assuming means that Zuckerberg was like, maybe let's not do this. <laughs> right. I, I feel like Zuck is in. He's just, Zuck's showing off now. He's showing off his body. Look how ripped my body is. <laughs> 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 That's what he's thinking. And then Elon Musk has gone into hiding. How do you think he got, how, do you think he just got super shredded from doing jujitsu? Or... Uh, yeah, I think that I think that's a major part of it. Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, I highly doubt he cooks his own food. No, no, but his diet could be insane. I yeah, think would he be could a, just go like be incredible. Everything it? will be mapped out. All his macros are like all done. He's like, yep, yeah, right, done. Yeah, yeah. He's, good, he's good to go. What? Yeah, what a great situation to be in. Yeah. You could cook <laughs> Imagine if you wanted being to. Suck. Mm-hmm. You could only cook like if you specifically went. I feel like cooking tonight. They'd be like, oh, great, fantastic. <laughs> Every other night, feed me. Yeah, it's food <laughs> delivered to you. I'm in. Delightful. Sold. Oh, what's your, this is such a neat, like, weird um, question. What's your relationship with food? Oh. But in, in general, because we should say that you are, you're a fitness instructor, personal yep. trainer? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes to all. And so, um, you know, this isn't a, a weird topic for you to be discussing, mm-hmm. rather than, oh, it's not really something I would ask <laughs> random people. But, um, hey, you, what's your yeah, relationship? How, how do you approach that stuff with regards to like looking after you for your career? I am, so I am a fitness instructor, personal trainer, but I don't actively seek doing personal training because of my relationship with food. Okay. I think because it's such a massive thing that I just go, look, don't choose, like I don't ever advertise myself as a personal trainer because I don't feel like I can accurately uh, train people in that in that way because that's not how I train. I train so that I can eat what I want. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, here I am with a just a, a rebel. I don't care. You know, like, <laughs> I just I literally eat and drink what I want. And as long as I don't go overboard, like I'll eat in moderation. I won't have Domino's every night or something like that. But if I have a crazy workout, I'll have a Domino's that night just because I might. I've earned it. Um, so that my relationship with food would be moderation, but nothing too, uh, no, no, nothing over the top. I think there are a lot of people out there, personal training wise, who take it much more seriously. The moment I get like, you should be eating these amount of calories a day, these this amount of fat, this amount of protein, I go, I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Get it away from me. I don't want to see yeah. it. Like, um, so yeah, that, that's that's kind of me. I don't know where where do you guys sit with sit with all of that. I think that's really refreshing to hear because mm. it kind of it's a slightly lighter version, I suppose, of what we advocate for, which is balance, really. In yeah. that sense. Yeah. Um, but. It, what you just said is is something we've spoken about before because they don't when you do a personal training qualification depending on where you go you might have no nutritional content in it in any way shape or form or mm-hmm. even the best ones have very little yeah. nutrition some, some sketchy stuff yeah like advice yeah. that you're like okay so you get taught what protein is and carbs and and fats and and how different calories affect people and then mm-hmm. go the one i did the first one i did too the first one i did was still cracking on about body types Oh yeah, the one that, like my like basic PT qualification, hundred percent was you know from that you know what it's like, like ecto yeah, endo, ecto, right, right, yeah, yeah, okay. ecto, yeah. and like this was disproved as utter nonsense like decades ago, and they're still like yeah, these people should be doing this. You're like no no, it's just arbitrary nonsense. Yeah, but um, yeah, so I love that when you're like yeah, I've got that qualification, but I also don't care. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's why I focus much around the fitness uh, industry side, the fitness, uh, what the hell am I saying? Fitness instructor side. I do like group fitness classes because I want to put across a good vibe and a good class to people rather than be like, go home and eat 20 grams of proof. Like, I don't care. Like, that's just not what I do. Like, I just don't care. I'd be like, make sure you recover well afterwards, have something like get a protein bar or something, you know, it's fine. But 
it's 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 much more simple for me in that like as long as you feel happy about how you look that's that's enough if you want to get shredded you do have to be a lot more strict about it but most people don't want to do that the people very often people that people that I've spoken to that have done a uh like a 12 week program for someone or something like that like people that I've spoken to especially on the cruise that I did recently if a couple of lads did it they were just like oh it's just miserable miserable doing that and you do it and you'll be like okay my shoots tomorrow I need to make sure I look great and you become so conscious about how you look I need to have some wine the night before and like not drink any water at all so that I look proper shredded and then as soon as I'm as soon as I've done the shoot Fill yourself full of gummies and donuts. You know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> we've said this so many times on here. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying. Uh, You're like, it's not a reflection of what you look like. And it's fine, right? If that's what you want to do. Yeah. But it's like false advertising to people. The the advertising is, hey, you'll look like this if you do my 12-week program. You're like in this yeah. studio, baby oil to hell, having not eaten yeah. for four days. Absolutely <laughs> miserable, yeah. hating every part of your life. Literally. And it will be that for a split second. And then it's done. And edited to yeah. hell. Like, it's yeah. never, like, a natural shot, is it? Especially when you see people with the video of them in the picture. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then you're like, <laughs> no, 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 you yeah. put it on the same post and you look completely fucking different. It's so <laughs> annoying. I'm like, yeah. like, you've literally, the photographer or whoever has posted, often the personal trainer has then gone, yeah. whoop. let's make those abs bigger and pop a little more and <laughs> yeah. crank up that contrast. Yeah, it's <laughs> Fucking downlighting. I love me some downlighting. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. Ah, uh, bit of, bit of downlighting. You look. Everyone looks better in downlight. Everyone looks better in the dark. <laughs> everyone does look better in the dark. Why did you look right. at me when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't picturing you, Bobby. No. I know you were. <laughs> I was picturing you in the dark. <laughs> no, that's, that's brutal. That's weird. That's just, yeah. just blackness. Just, just, you can't even see me. I'm just in there. <laughs> ideal. I mean, perfect. <laughs> sold. So we should. Uh, by the way, we should tell you at the start of the episode, we do a little intro so that everybody's heard all the fantastic. Well, maybe not all the credits that you have because you've got millions, but um, but they they know what you've done. So when I'm asking yeah. you this next question, it's not okay. like let's introduce your work to people now. Okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, so we should we should, yeah, just a preface. Nice setup. <laughs> <laughs> just so when you this, you don't have to go. Oh, I also did these shows. And um, what's been the most Physically demanding show you've done. Physically demanding. Um, if you don't I... say Joseph at the Palladium, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what? Actually, funnily enough, I'm going to say Joseph at the Palladium. Yes. yes. <laughs> Agreed. Um, seriously, because I, I, I've never, I, it's not that I can't dance, I can, but I'm not like, I'm never going to be in cats. Uh, so I, whenever it comes to that choreography, there was actually, when we were creating it with, uh, with Joanne, mm. um, it was like, I said to her, I was like, take me out of this one. Take me out of this one. I don't. I don't want to, can't do that. And she was so accommodating. She she actually did. And we got into. Then we got towards the end of rehearsals, and I went, "Yeah, I've been really selfish there, and and uh, I don't think actually you should have done that." And then she put me back in. So uh, there was a lot that I was like, I'm, gl- "I'm so glad that I did it." But I mean, wait, did you both do? Jo- yeah, you both did, did, Joseph. Yeah. So we um, did. wait, yep. so you those were, decisions you made. You were ru- <laughs> you were Ruben. <laughs> Yeah, now you, it's you impacted everything. <laughs> I then had to do. So every, every time you said put me back in that, that meant I had to fucking do it. <laughs> do you know one of it was Canaan days that was uh, that was the one that I was firmly against. I was like, absolutely not. So it was all Fair. the ju- was like the jumps, jump, jump and all yeah. the stuff at the back, and I was like, yeah, let's not do that. And I was sort of running around with. Did you play Simeon? Yeah, you play Simeon. Yeah, so I was running around with with Michael Pickering, who is our Simeon, and we were, and it became our story and i was like 
I've had my number. Like I've had the the um one more angel. So let's just let's not do this because this is this is just me being selfish. Let's make this about Simeon and have you have his moment, and I'll I'll go and jump. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 So my I'm sorry about that. Thank you for that, <laughs> that decision. But you know, yeah, physically demanding it will be, it will be Joseph because I was I mean thank goodness that it was touch <laughs> that it was such a short show because yeah. that, the fact that I could get back home and be sort of just chilling on my feet up icing yeah. by like quarter past 10. I was, was loving that. But yeah, it was mad. It was nonstop, completely yeah. nonstop. It's like a sprint. I always like it. Yeah. Like, it's just like you sprinting for two hours and then you're like, okay, I'm done. So it's yeah. nice and short, but you're like, oh, that's just brutal for that entire time. Yeah, and it genuinely was like doing an exercise class mm. for the whole show. Yeah. And that's when you're like, people don't really understand the level of fitness and strength and ability that you need to do that stuff. Now, when you signed up to do that show, when you were like, great, I've got the job. Yeah. Did you have any clue that it was going to be that that crazy? No, not at all. <laughs> not in the slightest. Fantastic. I, I knew that it was one of, I sort of seen productions of Joseph and I was like, you know, it's a bit sort of panto at times uh, kind of thing. Yeah, literally. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. But let's just kind of see what happens. I could work with Lawrence... I don't work with him before. Yeah, well, I guess with Saigon, Lawrence Connor, the director, yeah. but he wasn't really around for that. Um, but uh, but with this, it was it was great to have worked with him, but I, did, I had no idea what his vision was or anything like that. And with Joanne coming in, I'd seen some of her choreographies. So I was like, maybe it might be a little bit crazy in the mega mix or something. But, yeah, yeah. but I didn't think all of it was going to be <laughs> so crazy. They like bring out the tap shoes, do all that kind. Uh, I was like, ah, uh, the tap sandals. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you know what? You just wrote it. Every single time we did that mega mix, we would come off because there was a tiny break where all the brothers like ran mm. off into that wing when yes. the Pharaoh came on. I know exactly yeah. what, yeah. what, what like, you mean. I yeah. know, 35 seconds of yeah, rest. Yeah, short. And you'd see everyone, like no one's talking to each other. Everyone is like propped up against the wall, like desperately trying to grab their water or whatever it is. They're like, Beard falling off. Oh God! <laughs> I can't go on. Sounding like a plague victim, like literally, <laughs> like I'm not sure what's happening. And then it's like, oh, the calypso's starting, and then on you go, yeah. like smiling. You're like, haven't caught my yeah. breath yet. And doing the thunderclap. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, what a Visual classic game. move. Uh, yes. Yeah, that was probably. I think we choreographed that bit. I'm sorry about that. That was us because yeah. we, we got to that point in the front, and then we were just like, we're doing this all like randomly, and John was like, I love it, I love it, put it in, and we were just like. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, let's go with it. Um, they, they, yeah. never, they never, <laughs> they never choreographed that bit for us. They sort of told us to do whatever we wanted. Oh, great. Okay. And so we looked at the video because we were showing the video, and we were like, "Oh yeah, let's do that." We did the same. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were like different versions of it. But it oh was yeah, a, then there was that little bit. Yeah, it was a weird. Wait, so did you? Bit. You've got a magnificent beard now. But mm. was were you shaved for that, and then you had one stuck on, or it, did you exactly have a, that? Did I you had, oh, during rehearsals? God. I had a lovely beard. Then they shaved it to then put the fake beard on. And the fake beard was the same beard that he shaved off. Mm -hmm. It was literally like, it was just for the Egypt. It's for, for, for Egypt. It's for Egypt. Yeah, 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 okay. It was, it was strange. I'm so happy you said Joseph because that's my answer, I think. If, from a musical yeah. perspective, like it was so shockingly demanding. That yeah. When you tell people, you're like, it was Joseph. They're like, really? Like, was it? And you're like, did you see it? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with it being a little palladium as well, you've yeah. got literally, you've got to fill the space. So you both know it's mm. magnificent. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, so it, you couldn't get away with doing some like half-assed move. You had to give it 
every single time. And I know exactly yeah. what bit that you guys were talking about, about that you'd have a little break, because I remember that being like my oh. slight bit of chill before yeah. going back on and doing the, the fairer bit up until the end. Yeah. I've never been so stressed about trying to put cowboy boots on in my entire life. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're like two seconds to put cowboy boots on. We flat out told them, we were like, this isn't going to work. This we, is not going to work. And we, then somehow the one same. person made it work. You know, that one person you're like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why did why you do that? You do <laughs> like, no. I mean, you had to make it for a lift of Joseph to throw him into the bloody pit. Yeah. And like, I was always the last person to get my boots on because I was sweating after that tap bloody oh, yeah. Yeah, solo yeah. thing. So I'm there desperately trying to pull these boots on and no one can help you. Obviously, then you run and you're like, there he is, he's in the air. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And if you missed it, then like, because the narrator just narrates anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it just carries on. It just carries <laughs> Regardless. on. Regardless. Yeah. You're yeah. like, great. I remember that bit, that bit when you take, because you take the shoes off in the choreography, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. And then everyone run off to get the cowboy boots on and come back on. I remember the more you do a show with quick changes, you're like, as if that was ever a quick change. Like that was, it feels easy now and everyone becomes a bit more lethargic. Yeah. But that was chaos every single <laughs> night. You go yeah. and if one person cut you off, you yeah. would not make that entrance. And you were literally like, you know how quick this changes. <laughs> like everyone just had to fit into that yeah, rhythm. Yeah. People would be like, it'd be like Spaghetti Junction. Everyone sort of crisscrossing oh, one man. another, and it was. Uh, we had one show mad. where someone backstage was in the way. Do you remember? It was a stage manager had just stood watching in the wing at that oh, point. Oh yeah, and it literally then what you know, eight <laughs> brothers just <laughs> launched themselves at this person. They got it like just fell apart backwards. <laughs> like people are on the floor. You're like, this is a mess. He didn't get lifted. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Just gonna put oh, him man, in that's so funny. Uh, good times, good times. What a show! Uh, anyway, I'm really, really glad that you said that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> I so I, I, now it's all connecting that we've all done this, yeah, all that done this show as well. We shared that experience. Oh, yeah. I was literally watching you on a screen to yeah. learn that show. Was it like, What did he do? Yeah, we were learning it from the video. We're like, okay, uh, right, yeah, that's it. That's what yeah, he did. That is how we they taught it to us as well. And then did you both do it in Toronto as well? Did you no over that? No, you didn't. No, okay. I did part of the UK tour. Yes. Um, but I didn't do Toronto. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's the row, row. Nice. The row. The row. The row, row. Sorry, so I have a question for you yeah. then. How did you find, so did you, were you first cover? I was first cover in town, yeah. First cover, uh, still Jason, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you get on? Not in town, no. I did my cover run, but I but never then got you, on. But so then... did, how did you feel about covering him in general? Because uh, I mean, I, I have some views on that. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think he was ever going to go off. Yes. Yeah. So I was kind of like, he would have gone. He would have gone on if he was half dead. Yeah, that was the way that it struck me. I was like, I I'm never going on on this bit. So fine. What well, it is, that is what it is. Yeah, was kind of my view. Okay. Yeah, because I had I had a day that I knew I was going to be on. Right. So he had a date that he wasn't going to be there, and I was like, great. I've got two shows on the Saturday doing it, but seemingly it wasn't very well advertised because then the moment I was on and that it was announced, there were a lot of angry people. Right. And I was like, for me as a performer, I hated that because I was like, look, I'm just doing my job. I I, I know I'm not Jason, but like, give me a break. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just here to do my job. And so I hated that pressure of the audiences being or annoyed that they were seeing me. Mm. You know, you have that sort of passive aggressive person at the end that was going... I was so disappointed when Jason wasn't here, but yeah. actually you were quite good. And yeah. I was, I'm like, great, thanks. Like, that I've, means a lot to me. I've like, had an entire career yeah. doing that thing. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine that I would be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was just it, just that pressure of that. I just, I wasn't too 
fond of, yeah. shall we say. But I, I had that on tour because because on the tour I was sharing the role with him. There were weeks that he wouldn't wasn't doing, but that yeah. wasn't necessarily clear across the whole tour. So there were some weeks people were expecting to see Jason and then I rock up and they're like, who's this tiny little man with a beard? <laughs> uh, <laughs> why is he the Pharaoh? And then I got the same kind of reactions of, of oh, you did really well. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. uh, thanks. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, I know I'm not Jason. I'm, I'm very aware that I'm not Jason. It's such a My weird... bank account is very aware it's yeah. not Jason. <laughs> it's such a weird thing that happens in our industry now. Now that you cast stars... Uh, I'm not speaking about Jason specifically, but uh, when you cast people because of who they are, not because of how good they are at a part, mm -hmm. which let's be honest, that's what star casting is, then you're going to have very annoyed people when that person isn't on. Yeah. Mm. Even if the show is better yeah. because of it. Yeah. And because it's, it's kind quite, of irrelevant. Yeah. And often that's the case, right? Often when you do have somebody who's never acted before uh, going in and doing a musical, <coughs> you're like, well, you you sound great when you sing, but... That's that's it. Yeah. And so when the understudy goes on, who's trained their whole life to do that exact thing, you're probably getting a better show. But because it's not X person, the audience don't care. They wanted to see that mm. person do it. And I think that's a massive shift in like compared to maybe 40, 50 years ago, you know, golden age, a bit longer than that, golden age music theater, like what you'd be expecting from that outcome. Yeah. I, I I noticed the shift with that when it was um, remember Glenn Close in Sunset Boulevard. Mm. And there was that whole thing about the mic. Uh, today, the role of I don't know musical theatre. Who is it? <laughs> What's the character's name? The role of whatever part Glenn Close is playing. <laughs> yeah, that one. Norma Desmond. Um, Norma. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is is being Not played by. Oh, it was it was our understudy. I can't remember. Uh, Ria. 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 Yeah. And there was a boo yeah. across, and there was that became like news, and it was all and and then uh, they just need to if they're ill. You know, it, it happens. Some mm. people will be disappointed. People spend hundreds of pounds to see. That is, is what it is. But if they have set shows off and they know it, they need to make such a big deal because it's because it's crazy for the people then that then have to step into that role because it's yeah. uh, they're expecting. But this is someone the, that this isn't is the there. problem with with you know marketing departments when they sell the person, not the show. You've put value on the person playing it, not the show itself. Mm -hmm. You know, if you went to see Beyonce and it was like. Sorry, guys, Beyonce's not in today, but we've got someone else to sing all of her songs. <laughs> got Michelle. And she's, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and, and she's, and, and she's going to do all the choreo. You'll get, you'll get the same show. But you're like, no, no, I came to see Beyonce. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But, and that's the difference, right? You should be going to see the show. But marketing has changed so much that people are now going to see the person because they know where they are and that they'll be in that room with them yeah. for that one time. They don't care about the show for the most part. Yeah. So they are sad. You're like, well, that's a marketing error. You're mm -hmm. like, yeah. You're like, of course they're disappointed because you've sold them on the value of the show based on that person being in it. Mm -hmm. So yes, they're sad. Yeah. And that's stupid. <laughs> that is, it really is stupid. <laughs> stupid marketing that decision. stupid. It's just <laughs> done. Anyway, I'll, I'll get off a soapbox now. I oh, know, we love a soapbox. <laughs> Let's put you on a soapbox, Richard. Is there anything you want a soapbox to us about? Uh, wait, what do you mean? What is that? Well, I guess it's I guess it's getting a bin, isn't it? Yeah, is there is there anything kind of about like fitness or theatre or anything at all that you would like to see get in the bin? I would like to see get in the bin. Yeah. Um, you're allowed my, more than one. My yeah, goodness, you can, loads, <laughs> actually. Um, you can reel them off. Uh, in the theatre and in the no, in the fitness industry first, I think there is a the whole influencer stuff in fitness i 
hate. Mm. I hate it so much. Like, and it's only uh, I would be completely oblivious to it. Oblivious uh, <laughs> to it if uh, if I, uh, for example, I did a, an event for the gym that we both work at. Yeah. Uh, uh, not the one recently, the one last year, and they had an influencer event, and the behavior of those influencers just getting everything for free and them just talking to you like, can I swear? Yeah, it's so yeah. like shit. And you're like, and and you're just like, so who who are you? Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> like, I just find it just unbelievable that they've just 80,000 followers. So. Literally, but half of those are probably bought. Yeah. There's so many people, like, you know, before you could hide how however many likes you yeah. could get. There were certain influencers, I'm not going to name names on this, but there were certain influencers that I like clicked on and they have something that has 300 likes, but they've got 50,000 followers. And I'm like, something's not quite adding up there. Um, <laughs> makes sense. Your engagement yeah. is poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just, I just find it, I find that whole stigma, that whole idea of a fitness influencer mm. to just, I, I, that, that can get in the bin. I hate that. Um, when it comes to the theatre industry, God, where do you want me to start? <laughs> um, We've got time. You yeah. <laughs> um, if I, oh, okay, man. let me try and hone in on what, on like one thing. Uh, okay, uh, I think that having casting directors need to tell, if especially if you get to a final, need to tell everyone whether you've got it or not. Mm-hmm. I think that is a. I, I, I've recently learnt that it's not an obligation. They're not. They don't have to do it. Um, which is something that I didn't know. I thought there was like a yes, no thing that was like coming around. And yeah. yeah, I thought was that like was a... something that had been implemented. Yeah, me too. That's... Yeah, so apparently it's apparently they, they, they don't have to say anything. Oh. But I just think it's so unbelievably ethically, above all else, wrong. If you've done eight, nine rounds for a certain show and then you get to the final and you hear through a friend or you hear through a Someone's casting announcement, yeah, yeah. I just think that is fundamentally in, so wrong so that is probably the one thing that i would put in, well, I, in the bin it's so easy right we've spoken about this mm. a little bit too that it's like if you go oh yeah we don't want to tell them in case this person turns it down and then we'll offer it to them you're like yeah. we're all adults yeah just tell me you've offered it to someone else yeah because you know yeah. what if they turn it down i'm still gonna take the job if you offer it to me afterwards yeah. i won't be offended because i'll find out it was offered to somebody else anyway like yeah. There's no change in information. You can just go, really sorry, right at the moment, it's gone someone else's way. And yeah. then you can come back to me at a later date. If if that's the, if it's the only reason I can think of to not do it. Exactly. Just yeah. communicate. Because like, otherwise you are just being strung along. And you're emo- <laughs> like emotionally, you're strung along for such a long time. Like We all go on the roller coaster. We all try not to. Yeah. We all try to go, hey, okay, I've done my final. I can't do anything mm-hmm. more about it. I'm going to step away. But yeah. you are constantly imagining what's going to happen. Yeah. And then yeah. if... They don't tell you. That's months. That could be months yeah. that you're feeling like that. Yeah. You're feeling that tension every single day, and that affects you. That wears you down. I am counting the dollar bills when I go. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you were like, okay, I can quit that job. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was something as well. Like I, I don't know if you see me on on social media recently, but I'm getting, I'm losing my filter a little bit. <laughs> um, Twitter. And, uh, Twitter a little bit actually. Yeah, I, I think I might just delete Twitter though because I one day I'll end up saying something that I really shouldn't. Um, but, uh, I, in general, I, I try not to, I try to be smart about if I say something that I will never name anyone or anything. Yeah. Right. I'll just sort of just be like, this is wrong. This has happened. That kind of thing. I won't be like this process, this show. And that's why with this podcast, I'll probably be very sensible about what I say. But I, I, um, I tweeted that I was like, there was a casting announcement that came out 
And I called that person out on their bullshit. So I was like, I've been in for this final and and this is the way that I've found out. Mm. And I didn't tag that person, but people could work it out because they just click on the show and they clicked on who's cast it and they know. But um, but I didn't actively do that. And then I've, I've learned that that casting director, it was so annoyed. And I'm like, I, I sort of kind of go, okay, look, I see where you're where, where you are with this, but I I thank thank you for bringing me in for an audition. But now I've come in and given the best standard that I can do. I've learned all the material that you've given me. I've turned up time and time again to do that to a. I've care, I've showed care and respect for mm. this process, and I don't believe I've been shown that back. I, it is just calling me in respect enough am i just am i just expecting too much yeah oh thank or, you so much yeah. for giving me the opportunity to solve the problem you have yeah like but it's your problem exactly like, so uh, all this like co- and then calling out the bullshit is seen as i'm in the wrong here yeah. and i'm like okay it's that stuff that at the minute i'm kind of going through in my head where i kind of go do i just am i just expecting too much do i care too much do i uh, should i just not care as much should i care in a different way or anything like that that's how like these things are starting to kind of process in my in my mind, but the, the stuff like that with the with the casting announcements, I it makes me so angry that yeah. then then I feel like I have to say something, but actually I, I don't know whether I'm shooting myself in the foot or shooting my agent in the foot because I might be associating me with them, and it's like, do do we just find another way to funnel our emotion and our and our anger and stuff oh. in a different way? I don't understand. This I don't is really. Why I think social media mm. is so. <clears throat> has so many fake accounts right because the, the uh, not just this but in all, in all avenues like you can't express the reality of your situation without fear of the because we have no power of the mm-hmm. repercussions ending your career like that yeah. casting director might choose never to see you again and then you go well if there are four or five big casting directors you've just lost 25 20 percent of your opportunities yeah. at work in the west end yeah. so you go well that's one and if they're friends with another one they go don't look at him anymore he's just pissed yeah. me off it, the risk is really high. So then people have to find a different avenue to let their real opinion out. Mm-hmm. And it becomes far more sort of concrete and, and yeah. like set than <laughs> it was before. It, it sucks. I don't, yeah, I feel the same way, but the, it, you do risk that. I don't yeah. think it's something we should avoid doing. I think the more we do it, the better it gets for us. Mm-hmm. But And I think that's like with, with us, obviously everyone's mental state after COVID, I think has taken a massive hit. But it's not just us. It's also the producers and the casting directors mm. are also going through their own shit as well. Mm. And <clears throat> and everyone has just become a lot more sensitive and uh, and a lot more acute to this kind of language. So even if I, I know that if I say something on social media about uh on a job uh, okay on a job that i did on a job that i show that i worked on um <laughs> this one time. Uh, yeah I, I i i tweeted that there was something that i could see in the in the audience for example that i was like this is happening and i've had a call from the general manager being like can you not say that i know that that's not true and you're like but i've just uh, <laughs> Okay, all right, I'll take it down because it's not worth a fight, but I can see this happening. Uh, so there's, there's all that sort of gaslighting, being like Ooh. silencing on social media and whatnot, and then you become, so wait, then you're sorry, known you, as... You, you could see something, you were in the show. I was in the show. You could see something And I could see audience. something in the audience, and I tweeted, and I was like, basically, we can see you doing it. And then they, I think the general manager must have kind of freaked out that maybe it would have affected ticket sales that this yeah. person was doing this or something like that. I don't really know, but but... 
then then I get seen as someone that's perhaps like not sticking to the status quo, not just turning up and doing their job yeah. and being happy about it. Like just because I've made a conversation about somebody doing something wrong, you then have then then all of a sudden people are making on opinions you. on on me. And even if I tweet something out, I also had another phone call from that same general manager by tweeting something that had absolutely nothing to do with the show, the, the anyone involved with it, anything. I had a phone call being like, "Is this about us, basically?" And I was like, "Calm, calm down! Like this is this is ridiculous." So then it just kind of goes, "Should I just not say anything?" Should yeah, I just yeah. like like what is is anything that you say can be misconstrued and and people because because people don't communicate, people do not communicate to one another. People will just assume and form opinions without actually speaking to that person, yeah. anyone is vulnerable to to bullshit. Mm. Bullshit. <laughs> Everything. Bullshit anyone, anyone is vulnerable to that. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, quite deep. But, yeah, yeah, that's where I got to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on that note, do you have any advice to someone, like, stepping into this industry right now? Um, oh, lo- yeah, loads. The one thing, whenever I do acting through song workshops or workshops for shows, things like that, I would always say... Really, I should probably probably give them my own advice, but I, I say like rem, like rem, people will remember you. I say always say that. So I mean, great example. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that, and I just say like you know stay stay humble, but stay real. Uh, I think that's one th- that's one thing that, I, that I'd always kind of say. The real part is probably the most important thing. Mm. There's something that I read recently, uh, a quote that was like, so many people are being hated for being real for being loved, for being fake. And there's so much of that that happens in the industry. So I was like, you know, like as much as you can, just be real to yourself, be real to your own standards, your your own um, ethics and whatnot. And 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 as long as you can do that, then everything will will be okay, I think, especially mentally when <clears throat> when that's becoming such a such a priority these days, especially to stay above water. Yeah. I think that I think that is probably the most the biggest advice that I can that I can give. Humble and real, I think is the best way to put it. You heard it here first, Bobby. Richard's favourite social media is be real. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> well, be take that. Oh, that is a thing, <laughs> isn't it? Is, uh, be is real. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And it is incredibly fake. It's totally weird. It's like, oh, it's... you must, oh, it, it, have you have you got it? No, I don't. It? I know people that were using it during uh, yeah. some of the shows that I was It's doing. literally like, it'll pop up at a random time of the day. And the theory is that you show what you're doing at that point, but you can mm-hmm. delay it and or not do it. So it's like, it's never real. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. it's never like, oh yeah, I'm in my kitchen with my, in my pants making a boiled egg. <laughs> I think I did treat it when I did do it. I did treat it like, like it was real. Like it was just me sat like lying on the floor watching Family Guy. Yeah. Like that was just like an insight into my moment. I think I was too, I was too, I was too, I was too, too, I was real, too for real, real for being real. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's what happened. Um, so, now is the point without changing your facial expression. Now is the point where we would guess if you've lied and if you have managed to lie, what it might be. Uh, and just listeners at home, now's the opportunity. Uh, okay. We're not allowed to guess that you haven't successfully managed to lie, even if that's true. Okay. So, um, Bobby, do you? I have, have an idea. One? Okay, give, have one. give me ten seconds. Okay, I have one. Mm. Oh. I was going to do like a countdown clock, but I'm not going to try and sing that. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. I have one too. You, you, after you. Uh, mine's not right. 
Okay, so, you so go it's ahead. okay to go first. Uh, Chris, this is you guessing what I think is the lie. Okay, right. Uh, I don't think this actually is the lie. I just think uh, I found it funny, so I want, I want it to be the lie, which is that you, you Shep Shed is just not a real place. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great lie. Uh, I mean, I know it's, it, it is. That would be still. a great lie. Uh, Bobby, what do you think uh, it is? I don't think you were nearly late for the cruise ship. Ooh, okay, and now's the time to tell us. Did you manage to successfully lie? Did I successfully lie? Yes. Wait, so did I tell a lie? Yeah. Did you tell, did a you lie? tell a lie? I didn't tell a lie. Ah. <laughs> Excellent. Ah. Damn Shep Shed. Damn you, <laughs> Shep Shed. <laughs> Perfectly central in the UK. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, it's time for another game. We're going to play a game of this or that. So it's okay. going to be a one-minute lightning round. Stefan, Ooh. I'll give you two options. You've got to pick one. Nice and quick, sharp. Okay. I'm See ready. how quickly we can do it. All right, okay. here we go. Three, two... One, go. Eggs or bacon? Eggs. White bread or brown bread? Brown. The US office or friends? Friends. Cardio or resistance training? Resistance. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. Singing or acting? S acting. Snatches or clean and jerk? Snatches. Yoga or Pilates? Pilates. Family Guy or Love Island? Family Guy. Domino's Pizza or Papa John's? Domino's. Lemmy's or Miss Saigon? Miss Saigon. Sport or dance? Uh, uh, sport. Alcohol or chocolate? Chocolate. Matching socks or mismatching socks? Matching. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Kettlebells or dumbbells? Dumbbells. Game of Thrones or Glee? Game of Thrones. Book or Kindle? Book. Clean shaven or beard? Clean. Personal chef or personal stylist? Personal chef. Guitar or piano? Guitar. Sexy body or sexy mind? Sexy mind. Shower or bath? Bath. Reuben or Pharaoh? Reuben. Dogs or babies? <laughs> Dogs. Snakes or badgers? S snakes. Theme park or water park? Theme park. Running or walking? Running. Tea or coffee? Tea. Bobby or Stefan? I can't say that. <laughs> 52 seconds. Yes. That was that was nice. That's that was rapid. The, the lower end of that scale. That was, yeah, oh, that, nice. was, that was good. And we did actually add an extra one. Yeah, but there's an extra one in there. So uh, yeah, that was that was very impressive. <laughs> yeah. Smashed it. I enjoyed was the, the Ruben focus. Or Pharaoh, the, the one that you were adding in. Oh, no, but there's there's a few that are like unique to each guest. Oh, okay, right. Um, but that was absolutely <laughs> nice. <amazing. laughs> Cool. I was, I did literally see, I was just focusing on something at the top there, so I just zoned everything out. <laughs> you were so focused, it was incredible. You get the odd guest that is literally like, you go, eggs or bacon? They're like, oh, well, I do like eggs, <laughs> but bacon's really, and you're like, Quick, there's quick, a minute. Quick, 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 quick. There's like 30 of these. <laughs> we'll be here a while. Yeah. I did um I did I did one of these actually for um I think a West End stage, actually, mm. where they came in when I was doing Saigon, and they were like, it was a quick firing thing. And they were like two celebrities that you would have, that you'd like to invite over for dinner. And I had a real thing for like Emma Watson at the time. And I was like, Emma Watson and Brad Pitt. And I was like, why did I say Brad Pitt? I was like, why would I invite over yeah. of all the people, all the celebrities I could have brought over? Like, that's, that's a weird hard. combination as yeah. well. Like, oh, no, yeah, I'm not sure that would be a great. Under pressure yeah. when you have to generate the idea, that's really tough. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm now currently trying to think about two celebrities I would. And it's taking me forever to think <laughs> like, of two celebrities. I can't think of any. All celebrities have just disappeared from my brain. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> I can't think of any. There's, there's a question for us. We'll, we'll answer yeah. that after. Yeah. Well, uh, Richard, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, man. Thank hey, you so much. Thank you for having me. This has been great. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, if you fancy going on the Oceana cruise, <laughs> Oceana <laughs> cruise and seeing, seeing Richard, <laughs> look on his Instagram and see what his next or his Twitter. Uh, or it might be deleted. So find <laughs> Twitter yeah, might not be here anymore. <laughs> Maybe Instagram. Maybe, yeah, yeah. It'll be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you at home or wherever you might be for listening. Uh, yeah, and if you've enjoyed this episode, click those like and subscribe buttons. Find us on Instagram at fit underscore talk. As always, if you've got any questions you want answered, you know what to do. Slip slide into those DMs. I'll be in there tweeting. 
Oh. oh. Thank you again for listening. If you like what you've heard, we've been Fit to Talk with our guest, Richard Carson, and me, Stefan. And me, Bobby. And if you didn't like it, we've been Joe Wicks. Peace out. <laughs> Thank you.